All right, we're recording. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of CMN's Radio Network Jekyll and Hyde Network Show. Today, Miss Blaine's class brings you a tale of the supernatural based upon the Canterville Ghost by Oscar Wilde. It is a tale of rejet, intrigue, and mystery, which can only be solved by a young child. Ladies and gentlemen, we bring you the Canterville Ghost. Precisely, a ghost. My lord, you actually expect me to believe that Canterville Chase is haunted or that there exists such a thing as a ghost? My dear Mr. Otis, I feel it's my utmost duty to present the owner of Canterville Chase to acquaint you and your, you and your family as prospective owners with the facts. Your belief in them rests quite naturally with yourselves. In America, my lord, we have everything that money can buy. We have many of your best actors, your celebrities, and stars of sports. Your plays, your novels, your works of art, believe me. If there was such thing as a ghost in Europe or England, we'd have it at home in one of our public museums or in a theatrical production. Mr. Otis, possibly. I fear, however, the ghost exists. Though it may have resented the overtures of your enterprising American producers, it has been well known for three centuries and always makes it appearance. At Canterville Chase. At Canterville Chase, immediately before the death of any member of our family. Well, so does the family doctor, for that matter, Lord Canterville. Please. We have not cared to live in a place ourselves. But there is no such thing, sir, as a ghost. My great aunt, the Dowager Duchess of Bolton, was frightened by into a this fit. ghost. By two skeletons, hands being placed on her shoulders while she was dressing for dinner. Imagination, Lord Canterville. Pure, maybe impure, imagination. In conclusion, Mr. Otis, I, Mr. Otis, I feel bound to tell you that the ghost has been seen by several members of my family. None of our younger servants would stay with us. And Lady Canterville slept very little at night because of mysterious and presented noise that came from the quarter in the library. My lord, I appreciate your frankness. I'll take the furniture and the ghost at evaluation. We won't mind a ghost in the house. It's perfectly all right. Quite so. I only beg you to remember. I warned you. I just gotta say, y'all suck. We're still recording, dummy. <laughs>
Biddy, welcome to Canterville Chase. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, what a lovely house. Say, I'm like this. Thank you for permitting me to stay on, sir. Hey, Roger, ask her where the ghost is. Aw, oh, she wouldn't know. Oh. <laughs> you should be lost in this great house without your care. Um, tea. Any cakes, Pa? Come on, Roger. Now don't you children touch anything. I put I put tea in the library, madam. So my children have discovered. Huh, oh, oh yes, very pretty. Better for the tea, Elizabeth. I'll take your wrap, madam. Gee, these muffins are good. They're not muffins, Roger. They're scones, aren't they, mother? What, dear? I don't care whether they're scones or muffins. They taste great. I'd rather have cinnamon toast. Gee, Washington? No, thank you, Father. Gee, I don't think it's from such a beautiful sunset since you've been in England. Well, we deserve a clear day for a change. I never dreamed there could be so much rain in one month, but today is perfect. Oh, dear. I pushed something off the tray. A spoon, I think. I'll get it, madam. Thank you, Miss Omni. Right over there, in front of the fireplace. I must have... Why, Miss Omni, that spot. Children, did you spill anything? Where, mother? There, in front of the fireplace. I'm sure something has been spilled. Yes, madam. Blood. Blood? What's this? Blood has been spilled on that spot. Oh! Get out of my way, Roger. Let me see the blood. Are you serious, Miss Lindsay? Quiet, madam. Here, let me. How horrid. I don't care at all for blood stains on the carpet. Don't worry, Elizabeth. We'll get rid of it. It's the blood of Lady Eleanor de Canterville. I don't care whose blood it is, Miss Omni. It must be removed. She was murdered on that spot in 1575. Murdered? Yes, Miss. Murdered. By her own husband, Sir Simon de Canterville. Say that family. Miss Canterville. Sir Simon survived his nine years and then mysteriously and suddenly disappeared. His body has never been discovered. It's his spirit, his guilty spirit, that still haunts the manor. What nonsense. Get the Pinkerton for my suitcase, Washington. Gee, it's a slow blood spot, ain't it, Ronald? Oh, wait. It cannot be removed, madam. Bob, Pinkerton's champion stain remover will clean up in no time. But, sir, Mr. Otis, I beg of you. See, now it's all gone. I knew Pinkerton would do it. You shouldn't have done it, sir. You shouldn't. Harold, quickly. Miss Omni has fainted. Virginia, go get me some water. Maybe it was the blood stain. She ought to be used to it since 1575. Sarah, she'll be all right now. Are you better, Miss Omni? Oh, madam, there's trouble coming now, and this is your first day in the house. What do you mean, trouble? I've seen things with my own eyes, sir, that would make any questions here stand up on end. There are awful things done here. We all hate it when we look at our kitchen and it's nasty. You should probably get Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. It has grease-fighting power, so cleaning burnt food messes on cookwares is, is as easy as pie. Get yours now at your local cleaning store for 20% off. Call now 888-867-2532 to get some free disinfecting wipes. Messes, but smarter. 
We're back for more of the Canterville Ghost here on today's Jekyll and Hyde show. We left the Otis family from America huddled around the Canterville Mansion housekeeper, Miss Umi. Let's see what happens next. If you're talking about ghosts, we're not afraid of ghosts, are we, children? Of course not. I like to be a ghost, though. So would I, a big one. Many, many a night, I've not closed my eyes for even a week of sleep. Tonight is sure to be another. I'll take my supper in my room, if you don't mind. That storm didn't come up suddenly for nothing. Good night to you, madam, and you, sir, and and the let and the Lord protect you all. What's that striking now, Elizabeth? It must be twelve. We came up about eleven. Go to sleep, Hiram. I've been asleep. Just before the clock started to strike, I thought I heard something outside in the hallway. A sort of clanking sound. Now, Hiram, if you're trying to of frighten Of course, me. I'm not trying to frighten you. But I tell you, I heard <coughs> something. Be quiet. There. Do you hear that? Yes, I did, Hiram. It sounded like a, a chain being dragged. Like a rusty chain. Get up. Strike a match. It's coming nearer. It's right outside the door now. See what it is, Hiram? That's exactly what I'm... Ah! What the devil are you screaming about, Elizabeth? Did you see it, Hiram? Of course I saw it. It was horrible. A terrible-looking old man. His eyes were red as burning coals, and his long gray hair was ugly. Something was hanging, hanging from his wrists and ankles. Chains. They're what we heard. Why don't you do something, Hiram? I am. Be quiet. My dear sir, I really must insist on you oiling those chains. Here's a small bottle of taming lubricator. I shall leave it here on this hall table. Hiram, what did you do? The only thing I can think of to stop that looming clanking. Maybe we can go to sleep now. What was that? I don't know, but I'm going to find out. Something broke. You can't tell me. Ah! Here she comes. What's the matter, Bert? 
Mother, Daddy, I was just down in the library. I couldn't sleep and went down for my writing case, which I left in front of the fire. Did you see him first? Him? Who? Rolling with some too. Watch how much him with our pillow. What's the big boss? It's the bottle of Tammy lubricating oil. I put out here on the table for that, that whatever it was. The Canterbury ghost, the old man who was up here in the hall. He broke a bottle to pieces and disappeared just like through a pillow ahead. Daddy saw him. Virginia, are you all right? Yes, I'm all right, but mother, Daddy, that blood stain on the carpet in front of the fire. Yes, dear. Forget about it. Your father wiped it out. That's it, Mother. It's back again, redder and bloodier than it was before. Are you tired of boring old and dirty school supplies? Come on down to Satisfying Savory Supply Central, where all the supplies are clean, fresh, and new just for the season. Each pack comes with a personal pencil and marker. Get rid of the old and get some new for cheap. Our organizers are 20% off now. Call school zero to stay happy, stay clean with SS supplies. We're back on today's episode of Jekyll and Hyde Theater with the Canterville Ghost. We left our family in a state of hysteria as the bloodstain on the carpet has returned even after a good washing with cleaner. We now join them. Well, if you ask me, we've been here for a whole week. We haven't made much progress. What can you do in weather like this? We're lucky to have such large fireplaces. I'm not talking about the weather. I'm talking about ghosts. Oh, no, Washington. Can't we go to bed one night without talking about that horrible operation? The more we talk about it, Elizabeth, the less it should frighten you. You don't see me or even the twins shuddering and screaming. Virginia isn't afraid. No, I, for I feel sort of sorry for him. Poor old ghost. Well, I can't help feeling that it would be much safer if you, Hiram, and Washington, and even the twins took it more seriously. We don't want to have to move. Seriously, I don't mind the old fellow. If he'll just keep quiet and let us sleep after more than 300 years, he certainly has a claim on the place. But I'll tell you one thing. If he doesn't use that tammy lubricator and quit smashing my bottles to pieces, I'm going to take his chains away from him. See who laughs last. Ghosts do not laugh, Elizabeth. Mind you, I do think that pillow throwing and pea shooting. Now, for heaven's sake, Hiram, don't set the twins again. They're fast asleep long ago. Getting rested up for midnight, probably the little devils. Might I come in, madam? Of course, Miss Omnis, come in. Madam and sir, I'm upset about everything this past week. Of course, we all are, Miss Omnis, but it's not your fault. This beastly weather, getting settled. Not that, madam. It's what goes on at night. Nonsense. We'll have all those hygienes cleared up in no time. Miss Umney, besides Mrs. Otis taking full permission to remain in your room, safe and sound. Safe? Was old Madame de Tremiliac safe when she woke up early one morning and saw a skeleton seated in her favorite armchair reading her diary? Was Lady Stuffield safe when five unseen fingers clutched her throat so tight that she almost strangled and had to wear a black velvet band around her throat until the day she died? I could go on like that. Please don't, Miss Umney. I admit that while I do not, of course, believe in such a thing as this canterville ghost, there is something about the house that... That interferes with our sleep and that we're going to squelch if... If it costs you the life of one of your family. Miss Omni, please. Bob, if you persist in your silly little fears... Then please, may I give notice, sir? We'll talk about that tomorrow or the next day. Tomorrow may be too late. 
Doesn't the persistence of the blood spot in the library carpet tell you anything, sir? Yes, that's a hernia. I must admit, if my if I myself hadn't locked up the library tight every night after removing the stain, six night, six nights it has been, sir, and each morning the blood is back again, as though you never touched it. Yes, but what kind of blood is it, Washington? You got your list. Yes, here it is. <coughs> First morning came back blood, blood red stains, and it returned even bloodier than the next two nights. The fourth morning it was a dull, almost Indian red. The fifth was a vermilion, and this morning. It was I don't think we ought to joke about it, Mother. I know you should have missed. I'm considering writing an article on the subject of permanence of bloody stains when connected with a crime. I think I'll go up to bed now, Mother. I think we all better. It's long after 11. Are you going to lock up the library again, Hiram? I certainly am. Come on, Washington. We have, may have a new color for your chart tomorrow morning. Good night, Miss Good night, Madam. And I pray it is a good night. Good night, Miss. Sleep tightly, Miss Ovni. Did you screen the fire, Washington? Okay, Dad. Are you coming, Hiram? Coming, Elizabeth. It's almost time to wake the twins. Have you got everything ready, Washington? Yes, in my closet. I'll wait just until just before midnight. Good night, Dad. See you later. Good night, son. Ghost, madam. I heard him stalking through the house. Washington, catch this key and open the library door. She may have got in there somehow and fallen asleep. All right, Dad. Since midnight has been prowling around, we didn't see him, Mrs. Emmy. We've been waiting for him since the clock struck twelve. He didn't come out until just a few minutes ago. <laughs> there, there, madam. Maybe she's safe after all. 
Is she there, Washington? No, Dad. Everything's just how we left it in the library. Except, Except what? Except what it's back again. Only this time it's much bigger and much bloodier than it's ever been before. Take her to her room, Miss Omni, and wake the other servants and the gardeners too. We'll search the grounds. Daylight's coming. I knew it. I knew this would be the night. This is his revenge for all you've done to him in the past week. Be quiet, Miss Omni. Virginia can't be far. We'll find her if we have to search every corner and tear apart every brick. Okay, we're going to stop it there. So we'll start with the commercial tomorrow. And then we'll finish up because if not, we will end up in a. This is the Are you ever hungry and never know what to get? Come on down to Monjuni's. Our bread and spaghetti are baked fresh. Our restaurant has been rated by many professional spaghetti eaters from around the world. You can never go wrong with some good local Italian food. If you would like to make reservations, call now 318 227 0847. is the best. And now we continue the canter real good. Oh, 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 oh. oh, is this your hiding place, Mr. Ghost? My name is Sir Simon de Canterville. Yes, sir, Simon. What are you doing here? I started to the twins' room to beg them to leave you alone tonight. I feel so sorry for you, Mr. J Sir Simon, but the twins are going back to Eton next week, and then if you behave, no one will annoy you. If you what? behave yourself, no one will annoy you. What's the matter? So it was you who stole my box of paints and all the different shades of reds are used up. That explains that silly blood stain on the library carpet. Well, what was I to do? It's very difficult to get real blood nowadays. Didn't it frighten you? No, of course it didn't. Though I did think it my mother a little and certainly annoyed my father. Miss Omni was the only one. Ah, uh, yes. Miss Omni is a very satisfactory person. I do hope you'll be nice from now on, Sir Simon. No, please don't go, Miss Virginia. You've been a great comfort to one so lonely and unhappy as I am. But I'm getting sleepy. Sleepy? I have not slept for 300 years. Poor, poor ghost. Have you no place where you can sleep? There is a garden where the grass grows long and deep where the nightingale sings. All night through, while a cold crystal moon looks down and the trees spread their giant arms over the sleepers. You mean the Garden of Death? Yes, death. It must be so beautiful to lie in the soft brown earth, with the grasses waving above one's head and listen to silence. To have no yesterday or no tomorrow. Have you ever read the old prophecy on the stained glass library window? Yes, I learned it by heart the first day we came. When a girl and girl can win fair from out of the from out the lips of sin, when the barren almond bear and a little child shall give away its tears, then shall the house and be still and come peace to Canterville. You can be that golden girl, Miss Virginia, and open for me the portals of death's house. For love is always with you, and love is stronger than death is. I don't think I know what you mean. If you will weep with me because I have no tears, and pray for me because I have no faith, you who have always been sweet, good, and gentle will move the angel of death to have mercy on me. But where would I have to do this, Sir Simon? 
darkness filled with fearful shapes where the wicked voices will whisper in your ear, but they will not harm you. For against the purity of a little child, the powers of hell cannot prevail. Are you afraid? I'm not afraid. I will ask the angel to have mercy on you. My darlings, thank God. Where have you been? We were just about to send out searching parties. Hiram, Hiram, she's here in the upper hall, safe and sound. Oh, Mother, I'm so sorry you were worried. I didn't know it would take so long. Take so long? Virginia, where have you been, child? Come up, boys, she's here. Tell the servants to go back to bed. Oh, Miss Virginia, are you really safe? My baby, my baby. Virg, where on earth have you been? Here she is, Roger. Here she is. Hooray, hooray. Well, Virginia, where have you been? I've seen with the ghost, Daddy. He's dead. After waiting 300 years, he's gone to sleep in peace. Would you like to see him? Child, what are you talking about? There's a panel in the wall near the window in the tapestry room. He's there, in a little cell, just a skeleton, tied to a, hon a huge iron ring. Come on, Daddy. That would be the remains where they have been hidden all these years of old Sir Simon de Canneville. Yes, Miss Omni. He had been very wicked, but he was really sorry for all he had done. Before he could really die and go to sleep forever, he needed someone to pray for him. So he asked me to pray for him, and I did. And he gave me a, this box of jewels before he died. Dad, come quickly. It's here. This is where you said the secret room. And the skeleton's memory. Oh, my child, my child. What a night of terror and heartache. Never mind, madam. The ghost of Sir Simon will walk no more. See, it's late already and quite clear. Why fancy that? What is it, Miss Omni? That old withered almond tree in the court. I do believe it's blossomed. Yes, I can see the flowers quite plainly in the dawn. Can you really, Miss Omni? Then you need never fear the Canterville ghost again, for he is at rest now. <laughs> You have been listening to The Canterville Ghost by Oscar Wilde. Those in the cast were, as Virginia, Blage, as Hiram Otis, Drew, as Miss Otis, Ava, as Virginia's brother Washington, Emmy, as the twins, Caroline, and Zeta, as Miss Omni, Trinity, as Lord Canterville, Roman, as the Canterville Ghost himself, Chips, and as music, Bella, as the pitchman, as sound effects, and Annabelle and I were your announcers. Hope you enjoyed the show. Bye.